from the PSIA ASI Satellite Studios in Hood River, Oregon, and the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and today we have a guest host, Eliza Kuntz, is joining us. And Eliza, you're really scraping the bottom of the barrel with guests, aren't you? <laughs> That's a great. That's a great intro of yourself, George. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm. I'm so excited to be on the on the other end of talking with you. And I think, help me remember, but I think it was uh, we were in Finland. You were interviewing people outside of a bar, if I remember correctly. And you and I just couldn't connect. I know you wanted to uh, talk to me about inner ski, and we just couldn't connect. And really. I, all I could think about was you being on the other end of a conversation of an interview. You were telling me about all these interviews that that you had, and I had so many questions about you and what you're doing and, and what you do in, uh, outside of, of this this type of work, and, and I just fascinated, and I think I just threw out there, I said, when do I get to interview you? And you turned it around, and here we are, so no scraping needed. Um, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I loved the bar right? studio. The bar studio in Finland was amazing. <laughs> and, and I was never really quite sure how to take that you were introducing your PSA ASI podcast from the bar, but I think in, in the end that was the right move. <laughs> 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 so how does this work with me being on this end? Do I get to, can I just start asking all the questions uh, that I want I want I've been wanting to ask you about this bike race that you do? Oh, take it away. <laughs> yeah. All right. So in in full disclosure, I, I, I I'm not a biker, a cyclist. Uh, what do you call yourself? One who rides a bike. I'm a wannabe. <laughs> um <laughs> Ultra marathon cyclist. I, I started out with really traditional bike racing and then heard about this event that's coming up. And uh, that kind of took over my cycling world and cycling life. So in a, in a little bit of um, Googling that I've done, because I'm fascinated by this race across America and the, the fact that you can cycle that long I, it's sounding like this is you've been doing this for a long time and you you there are a couple of components where you actually race this race um, for thousands of miles but then you're also the voice as you are for us you're also the the voice that's capturing the commentary and the announcement during and after the race so somehow you race and then you um, are an announcer so those are two components of this I'd love to hear more about but let's start with Let's start with the cycling part and the racing part. And the, 30 years ago, it sounds like you got involved in RAM and you've done them multiple times. And just just tell me what, like, how did you get into this? Yeah, it was funny. I, I started out in traditional bicycle racing, absolutely loved it. I'd grown up a runner, had a really awful accident and couldn't run anymore. So I actually rehabbed on a bike. And that's how I started riding. And I got out and entered a bike race and thought, oh, my gosh, I'm way better at this than I ever was as a runner. <laughs> so it, it just stuck. And right around the time I started that, I saw a, a magazine article about this thing called the Great American Bike Race, which started in 1982. And it was four guys. And they raced each other from Huntington Beach, California to New York City nonstop. 
And I mean, of course, you occasionally have to stop to get a nap, but the clock is always running when they say go until you hit the finish line. And the photos of them racing through the night just really sparked my imagination. And I thought that just, I don't know, it really captured me. And it, it kind of became a, a goal of mine to do the Great American Bike Race, which turned into Race Across America. And uh, in 1993, I started a team and we just lucked into some sponsorship. And one of the guys on my team said, hey, we should do a Race Across America relay. And I was like, I didn't even know they had relays. And so we entered as a four-man team in 1993, and we ended up winning. And um, I was just hooked. I really wanted to come back and do it solo. I came back the next year in 94 and raced it as a team again, uh, and then went solo in 95. And then I did it on a tandem in 2000 because I thought tandem looked way harder than solo. And then I did it on a tandem again in 02, and then became the first two-person mixed team to ever finish um, in 2004 and um, started announcing in 2009 and I've announced it ever since. Wow. So congratulations on all of those achievements. I mean, just riding the race would be one thing, but then to be winning it is another. But as you're describing that race, it sounds to me like, would it be fair to say that it's like the human-powered version of the Cannonball Run? Uh, yeah, that's actually very apt. Uh, we're a little bit slower, <laughs> but it is amazing how fast some people can crowd the solo record. Uh, Christoph Strasser from Austria, seven days, fourteen hours. Wow! How, how long do you think? How long do you think you're are you, you're doing this solo, or are you on a team for this? This year, well, what I started doing in 2009, I was asked by the organization if I would announce the finish. And I said, gosh, I'd love to. Would you let me ride? Oh, and then they came back and said, would you officiate from the start to the finish before you announce? <laughs> and I said, well, I'll do that if you'll let me race the first thousand miles because a new race had grown out of this called Race Across the West, which is the first third of Ram. And they said, sure, I could do that. So uh, for seven times, I have raced Race Across the West. I've won my division uh, five of those times and um, I always do not do it on a two-person team because I've got to be one of the first people in so I can announce the finish and then I run the finish banquets uh, and then I would fly to Annapolis and uh, announce the finish and announce the banquets for Race Across America and um, this year because it's 30 years since my first finish I thought you know I'd really like to to ride it again and it worked out where they said why don't you just go ahead and race it again and you'll be doing a two-person relay and um, I'll be starting uh, the first bike off next Tuesday uh, June 13th our start time is 1250 Pacific time and um, yeah we need to be one of the first if not the first bike in to the finish line so I can catch a nap and then start working the finish. That has um, never been done before. <laughs> so, uh, uh, that's a lot of miles and hours to calculate. So you will, uh, you think you will arrive there ready to announce the race on which day? 
We are hoping to finish by 10.30 in the evening on Wednesday the 21st, which would give me probably a full day to, to get some rest. So tell me about this rest. You keep talking about that you bike through the night. How, how do you how do you eat and sleep and um, stay physically able to do this day in and day out? So again, I'm on a two person relay, which as I I put on events too. That's part of my business, and um, it looked like the two person relay folks were actually having fun. <laughs> Solo, you've really got to have some drive and, and ability to suffer and you suffer a whole lot as a member of a two-person relay, but it's my favorite division. I love it. Um, we really allow the the heat and the weather to dictate our poles on the bike. So when we're out in the desert, um, two years ago, it was 125 air temperature. I mean, when you're on the asphalt, it is, it's torture. Um, this year, the high forecast for the Mojave is, um, right now it's 92 degrees. So fingers crossed that we're going to have some pretty decent weather, but through the desert, we'll probably be doing 15 minute pulls. We have support vehicles that are shuttling riders ahead that provide us with our food, with our uh, liquid, and a place to catch a quick cat nap. So most of my sleep will be just really quick naps. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So physically, I, I think I can understand the physical toll um, to do something like that. But something that that I really don't understand and would love to hear your perspective on is like, how do you keep your mind sane? Like, what's the mental push that you need to be successful to bike all those miles? You've got to be so incredibly focused because every division I've done, uh, four person solo, tandem, two person, there has always been a time where I'm just like, why am I out here doing this? This is insane. I'm not getting paid. You couldn't pay me to do this, actually, because money isn't a motivator. It's got to be a really internal drive to get to the finish. That's It's got to be more important than anything else. Get to the finish, because that, that kind of answers you know my thoughts about that that inspiration and that drive to do that, and um, it's 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 mind blowing to me. I I I've enjoyed already the last couple of days learning more about this race and and what you what you need to do to be successful with that. And then I I hope that somehow I can hear what um, what your work as announcing this race sounds like, and and I can't imagine all the prep work that goes into that too. So, man, George, this is so cool that I get to ask you all these questions and it sounds like you're packing up and getting ready to leave uh, by the end of this week, early weekend to get set to, to kick it off next week and I wish you all the luck in the world and, and please be safe out there first and foremost and, and have a great time and I, I look forward to following you along the way and maybe we'll catch up when you're done so I can find out a little bit more. I would love to do a finish line interview. That would be so much fun and yeah, we actually do live streaming from the finish and uh it used to be like you'd come in depending 
on what time of night or like early Sunday morning at 5.30 in the morning, you've just ridden 3,000 miles across the country and you're greeted by me. <laughs> you know, and again, the race organizer, the race director, but there's no crowd. I mean, it's, it's very personal. Um, but now that they live stream it, we have a huge following in Europe. Um, there's over... Uh, multi-million views uh, on the webcast so um, we're at raceacrossamerica.org and um, it's a lot of fun and you can follow along at race tracking we carry GPS units now so you can see where we are and uh, follow along and, and send some heckling notes and encouragement and it's a lot of fun <laughs> well, well you know that we will so, uh, so the official voice of Ram thank you so much George for um, allowing me to ask you these questions and have this time with you. And now, can, I, can I say that I'm signing off? Can I do that? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so this is Elijah Hood, chair of the PSIA ASA board, signing off from the offices in Lakewood, Colorado. George Thomas, good luck on your ride. Thank you so much, Eliza. Thank you.